Well, hello, I'm Eliza Jones, and for as long as I can remember, people have been telling me that I should turn my wildly detailed dreams into short stories. Just for fun, I like to interpret my dreams, and some of the results are weirdly accurate, outrageous, or funny. With my tongue firmly in cheek, I'll share these dreams and interpretations with you, along with superstitions, astrology, and other paranormal things. Welcome to Wouldn't Dream of It. Today I'm coming to you from the comfort of my car. Um, this may be a makeshift studio for times when I can't get any quiet in the house. So let's try this and see what happens. My dear listeners, I've been given the gift of a listener's dream. I'm so excited that someone finally trusted me with their dream. Now that this has happened, I'm able to give you an overview of how it will work when I receive a listener's dream. My listener provided me with phrases and impressions. For the purpose of storytelling and entertainment, I will add just enough to make the dream into a continuous story. When I interpret the dream, I will only interpret elements from the listener's dream and none of my embellishments. I won't know exactly how the interpretations will relate to the listener's life, so you won't get a lot of personal disclosure this week. I will just put the interpretations out there for the education of most of us and hopefully some enlightenment for the dreamer. I'm going to call this listener dream the concert. Remember, when I say I, I'm referring to the dreamer. I'm in a restaurant with my husband and some friends, and music is playing. Two women are playing nearby, and they startle me. I scream, which brings some scolding from my friends. There is a music concert outside the restaurant. Part of the show involves displaying live pictures of friends who then freeze on a frame. Most are flattering, but when one man's picture freezes, it becomes less flattering. The frozen picture resembles a music star that I recognize, but I can't think of his name. My husband lets me use his phone to investigate, but Siri doesn't pull it up. While at the concert, I wandered off and met a very nice woman who was at the concert with her mom, husband, and several kids. The woman seemed sad at one point, and she disclosed that her mom was receiving treatment for cancer. They were attending the concert as a distraction. I hugged her even though I didn't really know her, and I don't normally hug people. The dreamer woke up before finding out the name of the music star who resembled the man in the frozen picture, but they remembered it after waking. It was Thomas Rhett. I don't know who that is, but I looked him up and, whoo, he's cute. <laughs> Here's my interpretation of this wonderful listener's dream. The dream began in a restaurant where the dreamer was with others. If the dreamer is envious of others' sociability, the restaurant indicates that others are as envious of yours as you are of theirs. You should join forces. If the restaurant is an expensive one or is one that the dreamer has never seen or visited, the dreamer should start planning for an unexpected expense. When a dreamer hears music, especially if it is harmonious, they can expect pleasure and prosperity in the future. Music also may appear in a dream to suggest that we should explore our personal creativity. 
My thought is that exploring one's personal creativity might increase your pleasure and prosperity in the future. The dreamer was startled by something that some nearby women were doing and screamed. This is a general good omen for the dreamer's future. A scolding from the dreamer's friends ensued, which means that the dreamer should be confident but watch out for overconfidence. Apologizing to friends in a dream, which the dreamer did not mention but I assume occurred, can herald the return of a former friend. The next scene of the dream involved the dreamer being at a concert. I don't know exactly what this means, but Zolar gave us this interpretation. Your entrepreneurial personality is stubborn. Dreamer, if this means something to you, consider it your own private message from Zolar. As many concerts do, the one in this dream included some entertainment beyond the music. In this case, the band was displaying live pictures of friends who then froze on a frame. Seeing photographs in a dream signifies that the dreamer needs to take a hard look at some of their relationships. This is because the dreamer may not be seeing the full depth of these relationships. The dreamer felt that one of the pictures was familiar and resembled another musician. Hoping to find the identity of the person who looked familiar, the dreamer asked their husband for the use of his phone. Since nothing was said about the husband being discontented or disheveled, I assume that he was looking contented and handsome to the dreamer. If I am correct, the dreamer will have a home filled with happiness. Our dreamer wandered off from their husband and ended up meeting a woman who was at the concert with her small family. Dreaming of a small family that is not the dreamer's family indicates that a friend is trying to help. Look out for that help, especially since dreaming of an unknown woman means that an unwelcome guest will call on you soon. You might need that help from your other friend to get out of that visit. <laughs> The woman and our dreamer became new friends very quickly. Dreaming of making new friends is a projection of a quality you didn't know you had. During the interaction with the woman, the dreamer learned that the woman's mother had cancer. Dreaming of someone else with cancer indicates that the dreamer will make someone happy very soon. The dreamer became so comfortable with this new friend that they gave her a hug. Unfortunately, a hug or embrace in a dream is another harbinger of an unwelcome guest, and this time the guest will criticize the dreamer to balance out all of the praise that the dreamer has been receiving. Dreamer, if this happens, remember that others' thoughts have no bearing on your self-worth, and you have the power to end a visit from an unwelcome guest. If you can't think of another way to rid yourself of the unwelcome guest, tell them that your bathroom plumbing is on the fritz, and you have been doing your business outside in a hole. As soon as they need to go, they'll go. <laughs> Last week, I forgot to do lucky numbers. I'm sorry for that. Hopefully, this week's numbers are twice as lucky since you had to wait for them. To our dreamer, I say thank you for the music, as our lucky numbers from this week related to the music from your dream. If you're as old as me, you'll recognize the title of an ABBA song in there. Before I get any older, here are this week's lucky numbers. 17, 22, 28, 29, 41, 49. Once again, the lucky numbers for this week are 17, 22, 28, 29, 41, and 49. This week, I will share my last bevy of Halloween-associated critters. Next week, we will talk about superstitions regarding cemeteries, spirits, and death in general. Although you and I may get bad luck vibes from fat, hairy, eight-legged arachnids, superstition considers them lucky under many circumstances. 
Legend has it that a spider saved the life of the infant Christ, covering the mouth of the cave in which he and his parents were hiding so that they would not be found by King Herod's murderous soldiers. Personally, I am a catch-and-release spider person, but I know many people's first instinct is kill, kill, kill. An ancient Ram advises that if you would live and thrive, let the spider run alive. This, of course, may have been because spiders control the insect population wherever they are, and too many insects can create an unhealthy situation. Some superstitions hold that killing a spider will cause it to rain. Spiders probably don't last very long during a drought if people believe in that superstition. The Scottish believe that killing a spider will cause the killer to break some dishes later in the same day. Better hope you don't kill a spider on a holiday when the dishes from the display cabinet are being used for dinner. <laughs> Although I try not to kill spiders, I believe I would kill one if it dropped from the ceiling onto my face. I don't care that this is supposed to be very lucky. A spider running over someone's clothes may mean the person will get some new clothes soon. Again, I don't need new clothes enough to let a spider run free in my room. <laughs> Seeing a spider spitting a web can also mean new clothes for the observer. That I can handle. To attract money, some people keep a tiny red money spider in their purse or pocket. This is another nope for me. Folk medicine uses spiders in many ways that I don't want to talk about because we don't all need nightmares. <laughs> Suffice it to say that they mostly involve eating spiders. Ugh! Ugh! Okay. <laughs> Spider webs apparently can be rolled up into pills and swallowed to treat fever, asthma, and other respiratory illnesses. No thanks. I'll just wait on my immune system to take care of my pneumonia. Cobwebs have also been used to treat warts or to help speed up blood coagulation over an open wound. Well, I might try that one as long as the web was deserted before use. If your barn or stable has cobwebs, they are there to protect the livestock and shouldn't be removed. Perhaps that superstition was the inspiration for the clever book Charlotte's Web. Destroying any spiderweb on purpose is considered unlucky, but to destroy one by accident, ugh, means a friend will visit soon. I sure hope a friend visits soon. When I walk into a spider web, aside from the horrible feeling of the sticky fibers everywhere, I freak out like a baby because I'm afraid the spider is on me. I will desperately need a friend to inspect my hair and my back for the gigantic spider that I just know is on me. Great. As I was writing this, I got itchy, and I'm getting itchy now reading it, and I am going to need somebody to check my back and hair for a spider soon. <laughs> Let's move on to another creature that probably gets a bad rap, the rat. Most superstitions regarding rats involve disease, disaster, and death. Rats are believed to be able to predict danger and death, which is probably the basis for the sinking ship superstition. Many people believe that if rats are running on a ship, they should be followed because the ship is sinking, even if it seems to be fine to the humans. Likewise, if rats are running from a building, the humans should leave too, as the building may be on the brink of a collapse. Another reason that rats may leave a building, though, is if someone in the building is on the brink of death. Isn't everyone in the building on the brink of death if the building is about to collapse? I, I'm just saying. Maybe it depends on how many rats are leaving the building. I, I really don't want to find out about that. <laughs> In 
In Scotland and Ireland, it is believed that leaving a curse on a piece of paper where rats will see it will clear an infestation. People have even been known to sit where they believe the rats are hiding, and when they see the rats, they will politely ask them to leave. The Irish in particular boast a long tradition of rat-cursing poetry. The legend of the Pied Piper of Hamelin was based on some rats actually being enticed from hiding by humans singing or whistling. It might be interesting to learn more real things about rats because they sound very sensitive and intuitive. That doesn't mean that I want to meet one, especially if it takes me by surprise. I like anything better if it doesn't catch me off guard. Speaking of being caught off guard, I almost forgot that the sun is about to transition from Libra to my very favorite sign, Scorpio. You may remember that I'm a Taurus, but the two people I love most in the world are Scorpios. Of course, the nastier bits that we'll cover later do not apply to my two Scorpios. As I was once told, every crow thinks her babies are the blackest, and mine are. <laughs> In 2023, the sun will enter Scorpio on October 23rd and remain there until November 22nd, 2023. Scorpio is a fixed feminine water sign. She's ruled by Pluto, the ancient god of the dead and the netherworld. Pluto deals in the extremes, beginnings and endings. These may be birth and death or simply the beginnings and endings of phases of life. The symbol of Scorpio, of course, is the scorpion whose sting is often fatal to humans. Scorpio's lucky numbers are 2 and 4, and their lucky day is Tuesday. Scorpios possess legendary drive, energy, and endurance once their emotions are engaged in something. They look to ensure that their life has purpose and meaning. They may be quite interested in spiritual matters and possess exceptional intuition with regards to the future. If a teenage Scorpio visits a career counselor, the teen should be steered away from chemistry as Scorpios have a tendency to create poisons rather than their assigned formulas. Instead, advise them to seek a career in espionage. They will work best alone, using relationships to gain advantages towards some end, and they won't leave any witnesses. Sounds kind of 007 to me. The scorpion, whether male or female, will be charismatic and draw in weak people like magnets. Their moods will be predictable as they're always somewhere between irritated and livid. If the Scorpio happens to fall in love with you, prepare to be controlled and dominated. Have a friend call you regularly to make sure you haven't been left tied up somewhere. If you happen to cheat on your Scorpio, well, let's just say your next shoes might be made of cement. If you call your friend and they don't answer, they might not have been left tied up by a Scorpio. They might just be an introvert. Our Upworthy News this week is a quick list of situations that are absolutely nightmarish for introverts, like me. Here's the list in no particular order. Number one, public marriage proposals. Ugh, an all-eyes-on-me situation? No thank you. Number two, after parties. More socializing after the socializing was supposed to be over? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Number three, being picked out of a crowd to speak. There's no quicker way to make me have to go to the bathroom emergently. I'd love to hear other introverts' um, ways of getting out of things that are nightmarish for them. Um, be sure to email those to me at wouldn'tdreamofit at gmail.com. Number four. 
unexpected visitors. <laughs> Sorry, I had to check and make sure I was on number four. For me, this one would be number one. Never, ever, 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 ever stop by. That line was inspired by the movie Friday. Number five is introducing yourself. I don't mind this one so much, but someone needs to be nearby to keep the conversation going after the initial pleasantries. Number six, multiple conversations at once. Introverts like to focus, and another conversation nearby may draw our focus away, making our main conversation impossible to stick with. Okay, I've forgotten what number I'm on, so next, running into someone you know in a public place. This one is worse than introducing myself. I'll actually pretend to be very, very interested in something else that conveniently averts my face away from their attention, hoping they won't recognize me. If I've done that to you, I'm so sorry. Another situation is having happy birthday sung in a restaurant. I don't even like to have happy birthday sung to me at home. So, oh, at a restaurant. I'm going to have a nightmare about that. Next is surprise parties. Please, please, just kill me instead. Introverts aren't fond of being talked over, but I'm actually guilty of this one, so I'm moving on. Introverts do not like networking events. Please just give me my swag and some alcohol, and I'll go back to my hotel room happily. <laughs> Introverts also have trouble with extroverts who just don't get it. Don't add plans people, places, or activities once you've already made plans with your introvert. You might as well pull our fingernails out. Next is phone calls. I'm so old, I remember when you didn't know who was calling or why, and a ringing phone has always made my heart rate speed up. Please send a text. Impromptu work presentations. No, just no. If I'm prepared, I'll nail it, but unprepared, I may just make a disaster of it. Party games that involve small What is the purpose of small talk anyway? Also, no twister. Creating this content for you is a dream come true for me, so your support means more than you know. Please tell everyone who will listen to you about Wouldn't Dream of It so that we can keep growing. Leaving five-star reviews on your favorite podcast platforms will help us reach more listeners who might enjoy or even benefit from the show. If you can spare a few bucks to help the show get even better, there's a donate button on my website at www.rss.com forward slash podcasts forward slash wouldn't hyphen dream hyphen of hyphen it. Every little bit helps. Wooden Dream of It is produced, written, and edited by me, Eliza Jones. Marketing assistance provided by Lapis Hale and Leah Wade. Original song, Dreams and Nightmares by Twisted. That's Twisted with a Y. Find them on Facebook as Twisted Twisted, both with a Y instead of an I. Connect with us on social media and wouldn't dream of it. That's usually wouldn't without the apostrophe. Email your dreams to me at wouldn'tdreamofit at gmail.com and your dreams could be featured on a future show. Be sure to check my show notes for a complete list of references used to create this podcast. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next week.